Hello and welcome to Subclass Act, a solo role-playing actual play podcast. I'm your host, James Schraw. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode, it's been a bit. We're going to hop right into it. I'm not going to do the customary apologies for it being so long because life is crazy for lots of people uh, right now and always. So we're going to get into it. I do have a call-in uh, to get to from Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get into that. Take it away, Jason. Hey, James. Jason here. Just listened to Season 3, Episode 10. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait to find out what happens next. And I, I love the combat, the or the comment the traveler combat don't play it or i know i just butchered that combat but basic basically you know the, the best thing to do is avoid it um well maybe carl rodriguez or one of those guys will call in and talk about traveler combat that'd be kind of cool but anyhow the the actual by the book combat but i love what you did i thought it was really cool is that out of a system somewhere or did you just make that up because i that vehicle the space combat you used seemed to work pretty well so I'd be interested to see a write-up of that, if it is somewhere. So I'd like to hear about that. But keep up the great work. Talk to you soon. Hey, Jason. Thanks. Yeah, it's just the the common wisdom, just to reiterate what Jason's referring to, seems to be with Classic Traveler, uh, the way that you run ship combat is that you don't. You know, you avoid it because ships are expensive and all that. Um, it's It doesn't seem so bad necessarily the way that it's written. The, the vectors aren't as bad as they seem, but... Uh, it certainly would be hard with theater of the mind later they did. I think the traveler book has it with the range bands and that's a little bit easier to understand. It's not, it's not the worst. Um, but yeah, it definitely can be complicated. Um, and, and there's probably, there's probably other ways to do it. Cepheus engine has a way that's a little bit more common, like in star Wars edge of the empire or Genesis in general, where you sort or, or explorers where you have different roles. Starfinder is sort of similar ish in the way that it works is a little bit more standard now. Um, yeah, actually, the system that I used for the episode isn't from anywhere. I, I uh, in, in the spirit of the OSR, um, I just kind of made it up in just what seemed um, applicable and tried to keep it consistent. Uh, I, like, it's been long enough now since the episode. I don't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and look at it. So I don't I don't have a write up, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it just seemed like something consistent. And, and I think maybe that's one way to play it, especially if it's more cinematic like this show not if it's trying to be more simulationist like in Traveler. Now, that being said, I recently have come across and have a PDF uh, for High Guard, which I think was Supplement 5? I think 4 is I think four is Mercenaries because you have the books 1 through 3 and the supplements start after that. So then I think, think you have 4, I think, is Mercenary and then 5, I think, is High Guard. I picked both of those up. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. And High Guard has a bit of an alternative, um, although it seems mostly the same, a bit of an alternative combat system, different sorts of rounds and the way things work. So maybe that would have worked better. I didn't have it at the time. Either way, for the podcast, whatever's the quickest and easiest is the is the way to go. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure I would be interested to hear Carl or anybody else who plays Classic Traveler what what your, everybody's take is on on ship combat. I think it's I think it can be cool. I think it can be cool, and it's a little bit of a shame. It can be a little complicated, but again, not so bad. There, there might be a way to do something like you know OD and D, and you know you know OSE, all the all the OSR kind of stuff. They kind of keep ship combat the same. It's just the scale is different, so people aren't necessarily going to affect ships individually, unless you're lucky. But they have hull points, which are a lot. 
hull points, which are a lot like hit points. So maybe there's a way to take the classic traveler tables of various armors and things like that. Maybe there's a way to translate that into ship combat um, with, with the, you know, or, you know, that, that may be a way to deal with conventional weapons. Uh, travel times probably wouldn't matter quite as much with things that aren't missiles. So that could, that could maybe take care of that armor versus whatever, whatever factors you add it all up, roll to try to hit eight plus then you would hit. Missiles, maybe instead of if you wanted to abstract it and have range sort of matter, maybe you could have, you know, range affect the number of D6 that you roll and that, and that's how many rounds rounds they have to shoot it down or whatever. There's some sort of system to do it and have something be dynamic like that. There might, there might be ways to do that because missiles are really the only thing where range is super going to matter except for the probability of hitting because the in the, the way that it works in Classic Traveler is the ordinance travels with vectors like the ship's so, you know, and, and the rounds are a thousand seconds. So, you know, maybe it doesn't end up mattering. E- either way, I think that there's ways of taking it. The, one of the nice things about Classic Traveler is it's such a toolkit that it, it doesn't feel intimidating. It, it Maybe newer systems, not, not to knock them, you know, I don't know anything about the newer Traveler. And I'm sure it's great. I've heard good things about it. You know, even with Cepheus Engine, which is based on Mongoose Traveler 1, it, it, it's it's easier to, to homebrew a little bit but that with but with classic traveler it's made for you to homebrew a lot of stuff you know when you hear um when you hear miller talk about traveler it's very much a toolbox and he's constantly twe- tweaking things and changing things just as long as it's consistent and everybody agrees at the table so it, it doesn't feel like you're breaking it because it's, it's just a toolkit of stuff uh, which i really like and works really really well for the show when i'm making it up that's one of the nice things about solo role-playing is it can be nice to have a bunch of rules when you're when you're getting started, and then sometimes it can be nice to add them or break free from them. Geek Gamers does this a lot where she takes board game pieces. I think Willona's Cave does this kind of stuff too, takes various things and kind of kit bashes them together. And it seems that solo role-playing more than any other kind is very, very kit bash oriented. It's very much, you know, whatever whatever you throw together. Even on uh more structured shows which I don't say to be in a negative anyway, because I'm, I'm about to recommend these shows anyways. Tale of the Manticore, like I always recommend. Even that show that's more structured. Uh, and also uh, Legend of the uh, Legend of Bone, or Legend of the Bones. I forget which. I think it's Legend of the Bones. Uh, really, really, really good podcast as well. They're they're pretty structured, very but still very kitbash-oriented. So that just seems to be sort of the name of the game. At, at, least, for, at least for me. So... I like having structures, plural, and then I can kit bash them together. So anyways, yeah, that was kind of fun. I, I kind of liked that system. It was very fast and loose. Um, to that end, I also, I, I asked Jason after I got this message from him a while ago, uh, which he'd prefer to do next. Um, and I was going to do, I was, I had asked him between D6 uh, Space, which I have, which is essentially West End game Star Wars without the Star Wars bits, and Tiny D6, which I just got to play with my sons. I got Tiny D6 and Tiny Dungeons. 2e which are both amazing they're both great i played around with tiny dungeons a little bit it's excellent it's it's it'd be really great for solo it's really lightweight and so um jason being less familiar with that picked that one and so i was going to do tiny frontiers is what it's called actually sorry uh tiny frontiers but uh i i just i don't know i'm not feeling it tonight not that it's not a great game i'm just not in the mood so i'm gonna do not what i said <laughs> so sorry jason this is going to use d6 space i just really feel like using that otherwise i would just use classic traveler because i'm just not really on a classic traveler kick and i'm really 
really excited to get into the gameplay. So without further ado, we're going to get into the game. Thanks again, Jason, for calling in. I know it's a little bit more uh, frustrating to do now that the anchor apocalypse has happened. Anchor is dead um, because it's now, you know, Spotify for podcasters and, you know, nothing against Spotify per se, but it just, the call in function is, is really missing. I haven't set up a speak pipe or anything yet. So I'm still figuring out and weighing my options for, for stuff like that. Cause I don't necessarily also want to pay for stuff. Cause I don't do ads on this show and I don't know any, don't do any Patreon or Ko-Fi stuff. And I don't record often enough to make that stuff happen anyway. Uh, and I've promised that this show will always be free and there's no way to, <laughs> to, to give money to the show at all whatsoever. If I ever did a show like that, it would not be this one. It'd be some other thing. So, um, Anyway, thank you so much for calling in. If you do want to call in, it's it's actually not so difficult. You can kind of record on anything, any recording thing. You can email me in my email in the show notes, which is the James Schrall at proton.me because I'm switching to Proton. If you sent it to the Google, um, I haven't seen it if you have, but let me know. I still have that email address, so it's not lost. But you can send your your recording file in. I'll get to all of the the Collins on the show. You can also send a message or an email if you that you don't want read. Just say that you don't want it to be read on the show. But either way, I appreciate feedback from from everyone. All right, uh, last bit of uh, housekeeping before we move into the next segment here. The next segment will be the one. If so, if, if you want to skip a minute or two into the actual podcast, we'll get there. Uh, I, I was able to acquire some things. I probably mentioned it before, but I'm curious what y'all think. Uh, for Christmas, I did get a, a couple things I, that I'm pretty excited about. I have no idea how long the season will be, but I'm always thinking one season ahead a little bit. Uh, so some of the things that I have acquired that I haven't tried yet that could potentially be a season, uh, the next season, uh, season four. I'm thinking for season four, I, I've done the the system in mid-season system switching a lot, which was really fun. I think I'm kind of at the end of where that could potentially be useful uh, because there's only so many, like, the genres left and there's not really a lot of games for non science fiction, non fantasy. And so, and, and to be honest, I'll probably end up doing science fiction or fantasy. So that's, that's the first question. What would you be interested in hearing? Would you like me to go back to fantasy? Would you like sci-fi, you know, and any flavor of those you'd like to specify or not, that's fine. Or something else, something pulpy, Indiana Jones, like whatever. Uh, those are all, um, all on the table. So, so let me know. So, you know, I've pretty much played those systems. So what I would probably do is pick pick the genre and then I'll pick a system and and the next season will probably just be one system. I'll probably still switch up tools as I'm playing just as I want, but the system will probably stay the same. Just so I can I can dive more into the story. Uh, a lot of this show has been very um, focused on sort of pedagogy from here, just like showing how could you use different tools? How could you do different things? And I'm starting to run out of ideas for that. Uh, I could maybe do bonus episodes for that kind of stuff if y'all want that kind of content. But in order to focus on the show, I will, I'll probably start slowing down on the number of different uh, systems that I'm using in, in in each individual season. Okay, to that end, uh, for Christmas, I got some cool stuff. So and in my in my birthday, I got um, uh, one of them. I got Mutant Year Zero, which could be cool. I haven't tried it solo yet. I'll de- I definitely try stuff solo usually before I do it on air. Uh, D6 space here will be the uh, the um, exception to that rule, so hopefully I don't bungle that. Uh, but I also was given Forbidden Lands, which is so really, really cool. In addition to just Free League stuff being super high quality, Forbidden Lands, I think there's an official solo thing now, but I, I don't have that, but I have the box set. 
and it's awesome. It's the, the, the stuff is really high quality, but it's really a solo kind of a dream game because it's got a it's got AI for monsters in there. Seems pretty easy to make up new ones based on what you've got. Um, it's very narrative. It has enough mechanics to add story to stuff without being too much and too overwhelming. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, that's I think that's mostly it for the new stuff. Like I said, ti- I have Tiny Frontiers and Tiny Dungeons. Um, Shadowrun first edition, uh, you know that could potentially be a thing. Uh, but anyways, every, everything else, you know, I think I've I've played pretty much everything on the air. I guess I haven't played EZD6 on the air yet. That one actually does work pretty well. I've played that one offline before. So anyway, uh, let me know what you think. Do you have any, any ideas on that? It could also be anything I've played before, but if you're interested in that new stuff, let me know. Okay, that's enough of that. We are finally going to get into the gameplay now. Nicola Pants. The vision starts to come back into focus. Looking around in his back suit. Takes him a minute. Where is he? What was he doing again? And then it hits him. That's right. The androids attacked. They were too concerned about the contagion. His brain flits. The contagion! It's in the ship, is it? And then he looks around. Wait. He forgot that the, the ship, the, the cabin was exploded. Who knows how many other people have survived so far. All he knows is, well, he's no longer in the ship. He's in space. The android ship is, is still prowling about. Unfortunately, the humans that were there, if they still if they still were, which they're not, they've long since been destroyed now, they wouldn't have been useful anyways because their ship was tainted with whatever this contagion is, whatever the androids are seeking to destroy. They're much more concerned with destroying whatever that is than, than preserving any sort of human life. First, he's got to find a piece to anchor himself to. Is there some slow-moving debris? I think that there probably is. I'm going to probably just use what is essentially the motif story engine here, the, the, the very basics of it. Uh, this. Is there some debris around that he can latch himself onto? Uh, no, there's not a lot of debris near him. This is one favorability. What is near him is the android ship. It's coming in. Um, they killed everybody else. They probably have no compunctions about doing that. It's unlikely that they're going to try to scoop him up. He's going to have to try to see if he can maneuver his, his back suit, though. See if he can latch onto the ship. Maybe he can wake, make his way on there. Maybe he can convince them that he's not contaminated if it's just him. He's going to have to try to do that. Uh, so we're going to have to figure out what this is. I think this is probably... This could be either a technical role. So we are using D6 space. Uh, this is the first time I've ever run this. Um, so, uh, you know, go, go easy on me if you know how this game works. I've never played it even, um, you know, I've kind of simulated some of the roles, but I, I've never even played this solo off the air, which I do almost all the time with the game, so, cut me some slack. Alright, he's gonna have to maneuver with his back suit. This is probably, um, 
either something technical or... Well, actually, you know what? There's an exoskeleton operation if this is mechanical. So I think that's more like aliens, alien or aliens kind of, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with it. That's close enough. He's, he's got a skill in that. I, I transliterated him over as much as possible from Traveler. Okay. Uh, so I'm only gonna describe the mechanics very briefly because this one's probably very familiar with people, uh, familiar to people, but uh, it, this D6 system is dice pool based, which is awesome. There's a target difficulty I'm gonna set in a second here. And the numbers are just the number of, in general, the number of dice I'm gonna roll. So if I have, I have three mechanical, for exa example, the attribute. So I'd roll three dice. In this case, I have three plus one, so it's plus one to the total uh, for my exoskeleton operation. In this case, though, so I'm rolling three dice, though. One of them is a different color. In this case, that's the wild die. It explodes on a six, and it keeps exploding until it stops rolling sixes. If I roll a one, there's variations on the system, so the one I'm going to be using is if I roll a one, I take away the next highest die, so it's going to be a little swingy. Additionally, I have some kind of points I can spend. I've got character points. Um, those, if, if I do something just really cool in general, or I think I should be awarded one, it's kind of like a Benny, a little bit in Savage Worlds, I can award one. I'll, I'll do that judiciously as it, as it comes up. Maybe die rolls will lead to that. That allows me to add another wild die. It works a little bit differently. The ones don't detract for the extra wild dice. Uh, and then character, or that's character points, and then fate points, which are less common. I'll get them less often. Um, maybe one a session or less, definitely for heroic stuff. I can spend that to double the normal amount of dice that I would roll. So that's much more of a, that's like that one's much bigger of a deal. So this, this game is gonna be pulpier than, than Classic Traveler. Okay. Now all that procedural stuff is out of the way. Unless we get to combat, then we'll get into something. It's that's really most of the game. It seems it's not so bad. So the difficulty here, I'm going to set. Um, it said as uh, unfavorable as possible. There's not a lot of debris. So there's not a lot of debris. That's good. It's unfavorable because the android ship is closest to me. So in this case, that's actually a positive. It's not going to be the worst. So I'm going to give it a moderate difficulty. I'm going to set the target number at 12. So I'm going to roll my three dice and add one to the total. Okay, that's a 10, so just one short. If I, before I determine what happens, I could spend one of the character points to roll uh, an additional difficulty die, uh, or an ad additional wild die. I am gonna do that. I'm gonna spend one of my character points. Why not? Let's get started. That's a three, so that is enough. It's just enough, so it's 13 total, and, we, and I only need an 11, so I'm gonna mark off one of my character points. Okay, so he's able to use the, the vac suit. He almost, he almost misses the android ship as he kind of maneuvering thrusters himself behind the android ship to see if he can he can latch on. He's able to latch on to a part of the ship. Here's the question, so, well, yeah, is there any sort of access point nearby? Uh, yes, there is one, there's, a, there's, a, there's one right nearby that he has access to. It's as favorable as possible. It's, it's actually, he, he actually managed to find an airlock entrance. So he's able to get in and, and try to open it. Is it locked? Yeah, it's locked. Uh, it, it doesn't have, it's not, it's sort of midway locked. So it's got a decent sort of a lock on it. It's not the worst. Um, it is it's somewhat favorable. So that means he has seen, I, I, I love this motif, Oracle. I just had to say, it's just the smoothest, quickest one for me. It's just awesome. Anyway, and it's like, a, the basic thing is like internalized in my brain, it's so simple, it's just the best. I don't even need to have an extra sheet. Anyway, I'm not keeping track of the twists and stuff like that right now. Okay, anyway, um, 
So he, he has seen something like this before. He should probably be able to figure out how to open it. Um, so I'm gonna say it's probably only difficulty 10, uh, and this is technical. This is gonna be technical. It's probably, um, let's see here. Yeah, I don't, cause I don't, I don't think necessarily. Uh, well, actually, technical is more like repairing stuff, largely. So I bet this is more, I bet this is more mechanical as well. Um, shields, vehicle operation, gunnery, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's probably it. It's probably, um, although pers you know, uh, I'm still getting used to these skills. There's perception, which has like know-how. Um, I yeah, I think it's, I think it's mechanical. We're gonna go with mechanical. So. He's going to try to open up uh, the air, or open the lock in the airlock. Uh, he's got a mechanical skill of three, three dice, and the difficulty is ten. Oof. Okay, he only got three, uh, so he's not able to. He's not able to just open the lock. I think he's going to. I think he's going to try to have to just blast it open now. Um, hmm. He's got his blade. He's got a rifle. I think he's just going to try to. Well, is it? Does it have some like sort of glass entrance? That seems unlikely, but maybe. No, it doesn't. Doesn't have anything like that. Um, so it is. It is a door. Maybe he can wedge his way in. Otherwise, he's gonna have to find some sort of other panel. Um, another panel around. Hmm. Well, first he's just gonna try to shoot um, with his rifle. He's gonna try to just shoot the lock. See if that does anything. Uh, does Does that do the trick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it damages the door a bit, though, and, and it's certainly it's it's fairly unfavorable. It has set off some sort of a, an alert. So any chance he had of getting in here quietly uh, is not going to do it. You know, normally you think, oh, airlock, it's not going to make any sound. Well, it's not the airlock that's making the sound; it's the alarm. So the alarm's going off. There's the the sirens that sort of going off inside. They definitely know he's entering the ship now. No time to think about that. He's just got to get in and he's got to get in quick. Uh, he gets in, he seals the door behind him, and uh, has to wait for the airlock. Do they do they reach him by the time the airlock is open? Oh yeah, uh, they do. But it's it says as favorable as possible. So I'm gonna say that uh, hmm, that could mean, depending on how how I see this going, it could mean that. I, I am gonna keep track. I'm not gonna keep track of the turns or the twists. I will do it if I get triples and if I get doubles with the other one being odd. I'll just do like a, a little like complication sort of thing. Just like a simplified version of the, of the thing. Anyway, uh, as favorable as possible could mean it's only one that's at the door if they look hostile, or it could mean that they're there and they're not hostile and they're trying to communicate like, hey, you don't have to worry. I don't know which of those is. Is it just are they hostile? I guess is that is that. Do they see, does it seem like they're hostile? No, okay. Uh, and definitely not, they're, they're not hostile, um, and that's fairly favorable. So they're, yeah, they're, there are several of them that are there. They reassure Nikola, like, um, they're talking through, and they seem to be speaking English, and, and, and they say, um, or common, or whatever. Um, calm, calm, put your, put your weapon down. We have no, we have no further quarrel with you. Sir Nikola says, the heck you don't! You destroyed my ship! I'm afraid we had to destroy the ship. We couldn't ri risk your, your ship being contaminated. But you have no—you have nothing to fear. We can tell that you are not contaminated. Ships, however, 
are, are much too good at concealing, concealing their breed of contamination. What about the rest of my crew? Well, do they have any of them? Did they, did they rescue any of them? Like, what's going on? Do they have the rest of the crew? Uh, no, they don't. Um, that's just as favorable as possible. Um, okay, so... I see. So, they say, no, uh, we, we don't have the rest of your crew aboard. And Nika looks really angry for a second. He said, they say, um, but it wasn't our attack that destroyed them. Hmm. Does that mean that they're on the ship? Or that were they contaminated? Are they still on the other fragment of the ship? Because he was in the he was in the cabin when it exploded. Are, were they, are they in the other part of the ship? Yes. Uh, okay. So they're they're on the cabin just behind. It seems you alone were ejected into space. The rest of them are on are are on the ship. You said you planned to destroy the ship then. If because the ship can hide the contamination. That's correct. I can't let you do that. I can't let you destroy them. Please, at least, at least try to extract them. Ha and see if, if you can, if we can communicate with them any way. Have them come across. Please get them off of that ship. Then it's dead in the water now. Anyway, get them off. You can destroy the ship then if you have to. Okay. I think they're they're acting fairly friendly to him. I, Friendly is maybe a strong word. I think they're trying to express that they're not immediately hostile to him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the difficulty at at ten. I think. Well, really eight. Oh, we'll set it at eight. They're already saying that they can vet individuals. But they I don't know. They haven't done it before. We'll leave it at eight. Um, and and I think this is gonna have to be uh, probably knowledge here as he's trying to. Communicate with them, try to convince them of this. Um, knowledge is a pretty all-encompassing one here. Well, the perception is persuasion. Yeah, actually, it's going to have to be perception. He's going to try to persuade them. Um, he's somewhat perceptive. He's got a three. Uh, so we're going to set the difficulty at eight. See if he can persuade them to, to let him help them extract his crew. All right. Uh, so let's see here. We got an 11. So that's enough. Very well. We will allow you to assist us in extracting the rest of your crew. Okay, Nicola still definitely doesn't trust them, though, because if, if this was all they had to do, if they, all they had to do is evacuate crews, they could have done that before. They obviously don't care too much about Nicola specifically. So, or Nicola or human life in general, they don't seem to care too much about it. Maybe they're not hostile to it, but they certainly don't seem to value it as, as a thing on the, in the grand scheme of things. So there must be some other reason for their change of behavior. think Nicola or I know what it is yet. That's okay. We'll keep moving. Um, so yeah, they just they just need to extract. I think they're just going to take the time, so I'm not going to roll for it. They're just going gonna to take the time. They managed to extract the crew from the, from the rest of the part of the ship. Um, I, the crew is definitely pretty salty about it. Um, I think Nicola says to uh, reassures them, don't don't make any openly hostile actions. They need to destroy the ship, but they will spare us. And I think he's just going to convince them of that. 
and, and you can kind of convey to them, you know, through through body language when he's close enough and all of that, that this is not the time or the place to figure this out. Okay. Do the androids decide to house them anywhere? Like on the ship? No, uh, and it's fairly unfavorable. Okay, so here's how this scene is going to play. We're going to make a scene of this. So, uh, well, and I guess I, I need to know how much of the crew... How much of the crew made it? We'll say, I think there were only six of them, two of the other ones to begin with, because I think we lost one during the combat. How many of them survived? Five of them. Okay, so we lost one. One more. I, don't know, I still don't think we had known much of the crew. Nicola assures them, so they're... they're in some sort of a, in some sort of a space, maybe it's like a conference room. And Nicholas says, uh, "Okay, they're they say that they're extracting us. I, I think that they're they're mainly doing this as a way to pacify us. We're less dangerous if we were off the Francisco to to them. They, they could just have destroyed us, but but even still, there's more risk for the contamination. I, I don't think that they're going to keep us around long here." Um, so we need to, we need to figure something out quick. And they hear the androids coming. Um, and so now really what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to try to, to hide, get into some sort of, get into some sort of events, uh, in, in some sort of events because I, I think they're worried that the androids are gonna come and destroy them. So are they able to find something like that in here? Or are they gonna have to bust out of this room? Okay, yeah, no, there's nothing like that in here. This room is is extremely bare, as far as that goes, but it says, it does say, um, it's favorable as possible, so. There are no vents or anything like that, but if it's, if it's as good as possible, okay, so what, what I'm gonna take that to mean is they are in a big cargo bay. So they, they put them in the cargo bay. What that means is there's a lot of cover and places to hide in here. So even if they can't sneak through any sort of vents in, in here that they see immediate access to, if they're going to stage an attack, this is the place to do it. Okay. How many... There's going to be D6. How many androids come through in this first wave? Okay, five. So it's going to be six on five. Six including Nicola and then five others. Okay. So we need to see if they're able to to like find some cover, sneak in somewhere, um, and, and get ready really to just try to surprise them, I think. Um, we're gonna make a knowledge roll for this, we're gonna make this like a tactics um, as they try to get, get into position. They're not necessarily sneaking around, they're just trying to get um, into into place. Uh, that gives them the best cover, the best tactical advantage. Uh, let's see, let's set the difficulty at moderate, let's set it at, uh, set it at eight again. Or, yeah, moderate is 11. So let's let's set it at 11. Oh, man. Only two. Yeah, so uh, they're, they're not able to, to like, they're, they're just not able to do it in time. They start to look around for places. The android's already here. Um, all, all five of them. So we're going to get into some combat. I could have, I could potentially have made this, like, really difficult on myself. But all of this combat, this is a lot, it's a lot of combat. But that's all right. Let's get into it. This is one of the nice things about Traveler. Traveler makes this stuff so fast. Okay. So they're coming on in here. Those five androids are coming on in here. I'm going to make a perception check for Nicola, and then I'm going to just do the... Which is the initiative. Then I'm going to make the group rolls 
for the crew and then for the androids just as a whole. We'll just keep that real simple. Uh, so Nikola is going to go on. Just add it up to the total. He's going to go on a 14. Is that right? Yeah, on a 14. Um, crew will just give two dice. Crew's going to go um, only on a four. That's not good. And then the androids will give them three dice. Uh, they go on a three. So the androids go last. Okay. So first up, Nikola's going to go. Um, he's not going to have really any cover here. He's, he's going to take some of his movement uh, to get behind some of that cover. And he's going to take a shot. No sorts of called shots here. So... Um, he's gonna he's gonna fire with his rifle. Let's see about how far away the where is. It's um, it's a where it's a warehouse. It's probably gonna be medium range. We'll say it's like about 50 meters. They're about 50 meters away. He's got his rifle. That puts him into uh, the medium range. All right. Let's see. Let's get into some of the dice modifiers. All right. So he is just going to uh, let's see. Yeah, it's a carbine, so it's not going to have any sort of um, burst or full auto or anything like that. All right. Let's see. It's medium range. I believe it adds um, some of the difficulty here. Got to find the combat section. Actually, the book is like laid out really well. I'm still learning the book, but the, the nice thing about this D6 space is um, it seems pretty flexible. It kind of reminds me of Savage Worlds in a bit. I bet Savage Worlds... Um, was influenced by this West End system. Um, but yeah, it's it's got a lot in here. It's pretty flexible. It's cool. Okay, they've also got stuff uh, recapped at the end. I could have printed it off, but I didn't bother. Okay, so it's medium range. So it's plus five to the difficulty. Normally the difficulty is 10, unless they're doing anything. They're, it's not their turn yet. They're not able to do anything, so the difficulty is going to be 15 uh, to hit the android that he's going to shoot, be shooting at. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, he's going to... It's going to be 15 difficulty. He's got four. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Okay. He's actually got... It's agility base, but he's got actually four dice in his firearms. So he's going to shoot at this android. Come on. Oh, terrible roll. Oh, terrible roll. Oh, man. I'm going to... I'm gonna spend a character point. Only, I got three and then two, so man, that's only five. Um, what the heck, I'm gonna spend a character point. I'm gonna roll an additional wild die uh, and see if I can explode. That's really what I need here. Here comes the additional wild die. Ah, just short of exploding. Uh, that's not good, let's see, that's not gonna be enough. Seven, eight, nine, yeah, 10, oh man. He shoots, but he unfortunately he misses. He could've shot twice and that would've give, taken a die away. There's all kinds of tactical stuff you can do in this game. I'm trying to keep it simple with solo, especially since I'm a newbie. Okay, so he shot. That's his shot. Um, we are just going to give uh, his crew three uh, three dice for their firearms. Uh, so one of them is going to take a shot at one of the androids. Uh, they're all we're going to give them the same range. So target number is 15. Uh, let's see. That's not going to do it. So that's a miss for that crew member. We've got second crew member. Not gonna do it. You really need to explode from the distance to hit. Or, or have aimed or something. Uh, let's see. Also, not gonna do it. We've got two more crew members. Ooh, here we go. Here's an exploder. So six. That's eight. 
10 and 12, close, but not no cigar. Last one, shoots and misses. Okay, uh, we've got the aliens here now. Um, uh, let's see, the first one, let's just see how many of them, how many of the five are gonna shoot at Nicola. I'm gonna do a D3, only up to three of them will shoot at Nicola. Okay, just one of them is gonna shoot at Nicola. So we'll do that one first. They're gonna be at medium range. Uh, for sure, we'll give them uh, we'll give them four dice for the android because they're pretty tough. They're gonna have the same skill as Nicola. All right, so the, first, the one that's shooting at Nicola is gonna shoot at him. Let's see, that's a 11, 14. That's just just barely not enough. Just barely misses uh, um, Nicola. He he also had some cover, but he, even without the cover, that wasn't gonna be enough. Okay. So yeah, the crew here has some cover, um, and so that's gonna give them, uh, let's see, it's a, well, cover is not really quite the right word. Um, cover is for like stuff obscuring, but basically they'll get, it, it'll just make it more difficult to hit them with like a, we'll say up like a plus three. Um, yeah, okay. So one of the Andrews is gonna shoot at a crew member. We're just gonna keep the crew members abstract as numbers for now. It's just gonna be much quicker and easier. Uh, let's see, difficulty 15, that's an exploding wild die, that's no good. Six, that's 10, 16, yeah, that's, that's plenty. We need to know how much those, 16, um, 18, 21. Okay, so now let's see, here's how damage works. Okay. Uh, so the way this works is they're gonna roll damage, so I'm gonna give them the same damage as Nicholas' weapon, which is 5d plus 1. Okay, because they hit, that's that's good to know. So then, so we have 6, uh, 7, let's do 6, 10, 16, 18. Okay, so 18 damage, and then it's gonna be a strength resistance roll by the crew member. We'll give them 3 strength to resist. Let's see, that's gonna be 12. So 16 plus 12, so that was over um, by four, so that that character's wounded. So we've got one, one crew member that's wounded. Okay, that's no good. It's gonna make them harder, harder for them to do things. Next android attacks. Uh, is it the same crew member? Well, high, low on a d6. Yes, so it is the same crew member. So, Android shoots at the same crew member. Uh, let's see, that was a six. All right, six, eight, well, let's do 10, 17. So 17 is enough to hit. Five dice of damage. Holy gravy. All right, that's 10, 26. Oh my gosh. All right, 26, and now he only gets to roll two dice to resist. I only got a five. Uh, that's twenty-one over. Yeah, that's that just completely kills that crew member. So we've we've only got four. Use this die to keep track. We've only got four crew members left. And we still have five androids. That's no good. All right, android number three attacks a crew member. Let's see. That's gonna get us. 11, 16 to hit, that's enough to hit. That is, let's see, 10, 15, 17 damage. 
resistance roll by the crew member. Ooh, exploding dies. Six, seven, eight, nine. Oof. Okay, so that's a difference of uh, eight, which means that crew member is wounded. Oh, this is no good. Wounded. All right, this is the fourth android now to attack. Does he attack that one that was just wounded? High, low? No, okay, he attacks a different one. Shoots at that crew member. Let's see, that is uh, 10, 15. That's just enough to hit. Good gravy. Oh my gosh, okay, and then we've got 10, 16, 17 damage. Well, 18 is with the plus one, I guess you keep forgetting, it doesn't matter. 18, uh, and here comes the resistance roll. 18, oh no, one on the wild die, that's no good. So only four, that's a difference of 14, which means that, uh, that PC is mortally wounded. So we are down three crew members. Oh, this battle is not going well. Although, it's funny because I think Classic Traveler is actually more deadly, and it's definitely older <laughs> game. Alright. Um, and I probably should have been given the cover bonus, but remember, we didn't all get behind cover. Uh, and they haven't they haven't really had their go yet. Maybe I just messed up the initiative, too, because maybe the Andrew aliens are last. Anybody who's listening is probably like, oh, you know what? The aliens actually went last in the initiative, and you're making them go first. But here we are. I messed it up. I'm not going back. I'm not retconning it. It is what it is. It's too bad. Too bad for those crew members. Okay. Uh, and so this is the last alien that is attacking now. Let's see. 10, 16, 17. That is enough. Oh, man. Getting behind cover is critical in this game. we got to get closer. Okay. Um, so that's enough to hit. So we need to roll damage here. Let's see. 3, 6, 9... 11, 15. 15 damage. Here comes the resistance roll. Whew. Three. It's a 13. Difference of 13, which is another mortal wound. We're down to two crew members. Good gravy. Alright. Now it's the crew's turn. So we've, we've got two crew members left. One of them is wounded. They're gonna get on... And they have to get up on in there, I think. Or, well, maybe they'll just take cover. Hmm. Let's see here. All right, the first crew member is going to get behind some cover now. Um, yeah, they're going to duck behind there pretty well, and they're going to take a shot. Um, so still at medium range. We're going to give them uh, firearms of three. All right, they're going to fire at the first alien. Let me get a uh, tiny keep track of the number of aliens. Alright, we're going to fire at the first alien here. Oh man, these wild dice are, dice are killing me. That's only a five, it's not going to do it. But behind some cover, that's good. It's some pretty solid cover that's going to make it harder, definitely harder to hit. Alright, next crew member, because we've only got two left, is going to do the same thing, grab some cover, and fire. Man, I could really use some exploders. Not gonna do it. Alright, that is the end for the crew. Back up to Nicola. Nicola's behind cover here. I think. Oh man. It's, it's tricky. I mean, we don't want to get necessarily in this firefight out here, but. 
Uh, Alright, Nicola is gonna just have to do as best he can. He's just gotta take a shot. Alright, four dice. Difficulty 15. Try to hit one of these. Try to hit one of these aliens. Uh, I don't wanna do any called shots at this distance. That does more damage, but. Yeah, we're just gonna have to go for it. Alright. Just gonna take a shot. That's not gonna do it. All right, he's still got that cover though. All right, now I am gonna rectify, rectify my mistake from before. We're gonna have the crew go before the aliens because they were supposed to anyways. No need to unnecessarily punish myself. They're gonna take a shot. Um, I think the aliens would have moved in a little closer, but they're still gonna be at medium range for this turn. So first crew member is gonna take a shot at an alien. That wild die one is absolutely crippling me. Uh, next one takes a shot. Uh, let's see, that's only 10. That's not gonna do it. Alright, aliens are next. D3 are gonna shoot at Nikola. Okay, uh, that's two. Two of them are gonna shoot at Nikola. So the first one that shoots at Nikola. Let's see, 6, 10, 12. That's not gonna do it. Uh, especially because he's gonna have, he has a plus. Let's see, he's got 50% hidden, so that's a plus 6. So it's, it's really gonna take them 21 to hit him. They have to explode basically to do it. Next one's gonna take a shot. Uh, at him. Oh, exploder. Yikes. Okay, that's 10. Uh, let's see. 10, 15, 19, 22. Uh, let's see. And he's got, what did I say, 21? Ah, oh, it's just enough. It's just enough to hit him. Okay, they gotta roll damage. Their weapon is 5d plus 1. Five D plus one. That is, let's see, um, six, nine, fourteen. And then he's got to make he resist with the strength. The strength is four. So here comes his resistance roll. Ooh, exploding six. Nice. So let's see. That's um, eleven, twelve. 18, 20. Uh, so let's see, that's that's pretty good. So I think he resisted that, all the damage there. So uh, fortunately, um, he was able to uh, to muscle through uh, and, and maneuver to, to a position such that it's uh, his, um, well, it's, it's really his armor that absorbed it. That's still gonna leave a mark for later. All right, those are the two that attacked him. Now the other crew members, is this the wounded one? High, low, low being yes. Yes, okay, they're gonna attack their wounded one. Of course they are. These terrible androids. Alright. Takes a shot. They've got cover though, so they gotta have 21, so they really have to nearly explode here. Uh, so let's see. That's 10, 16, so that's not gonna be enough. Uh, let's see, the next one. Uh, is it gonna shoot at the wounded character? Nope. Uh, at the other one. Uh, let's see, I think it's basically the same scores. That's 12, 15. That's not going to be enough with the cover. Because um, it's another 6 for the cover. Uh, and then, let's see. Uh, the third android. Uh, attacking the wounded one. Nope. Here comes the attack. Uh, that is not enough. Fourth android, wounded member. Nope. Here comes the attack. Uh, let's see, 7, 11, 15, nope, not enough, that's good, that's good. And the last android is, are they attacking the wounded member? 
Nope. Uh, let's see, it's only five, that's not enough. Okay. That is that round. Back up to the top of the next round. Uh, Nicola is going to switch to his blade, and I think, and let's see. Let's see, his, his movement is 10, 10 meters. We were at about, I think, 50 meters. He could move into 40. It's still not going to be um, close. You know what he's going to do? He's going to take two shots. He's going to take two shots at the android. At the androids. Um, that gives him a, a die penalty each one. He's got a firearm skill three, so he's going to a four, so he's going to still roll three dice. Um, those androids still really haven't gotten behind cover. I think they're just... There's, I haven't said that they haven't. I think they just took the fight for granted and they were doing well, so I don't think they really cared. And they're androids. Maybe they don't care about their own lives. All right. First shot on an android from Nikola here. Uh, target is 15 still due to the range. Uh, that's a negative on the first one. Second shot. Ooh, exploding six. There we go. Six. Ooh, another six. All right. So that's, let's see, 12, 16... 18, 22. That's definitely enough to hit. So he's, he's finally hit one of his androids. So five dice plus one. Let's see. I don't think these explode. Okay. Yeah. I don't think these, I don't think these explode. That would be wild swinging even for this game. Okay. So let's see. That is going to be 10, 15. So it's 15 damage. It needs to be resisted by the android strength of four. versus 8, 10, and 12. So 3. So I believe that's just a regular wound. No, they're stunned. Okay. Uh, so let's see. What is stunned? Negative 1 for for just this round. Okay. So then Android gets a negative 1 for this round. Okay. Well, that's good anyway. So his crew members can, can, uh, can go now. They aren't as good. They've only got a 3 in firearms, so they're going to shoot. Um, the one of them is wounded, so he has two dice. He's going to shoot one of the androids. Um, yeah. No exploders, so he's not going to make it. The next one shoots at one of the androids. Uh, and again, not enough to make it. Okay. Androids are going to shoot back. Do they move? Do they move up? They almost definitely do. Do high, low, low is yes. Yeah, okay. They move up. Um, that, let's give them a movement speed of something frightfully fast. Let's give them 10 meters per round. Um, so each of them moves up their movement, um, and also in doing so, they're going to fire. Uh, let's see, how many of them D3 are going to shoot at Nikola? Uh, three of them. Three of them are going to shoot at Nikola. So they're moving up, shooting at Nikola. He's got cover, so it's going to end up being 21 target number to hit him. So the first one shoots at Nikola. Ah, uh, exploding six. Okay, six, eight, ten, fifteen, seventeen. That's not enough. Next one shoots at Nikola. Let's see, twelve, fourteen, uh, sixteen. No, wait, sorry. Um, ten, sixteen, eighteen. Uh, eighteen's not gonna do it. The last one that shoots at Nikola is. Sorry, my son's just woken up, unfortunately. Alright, uh, it was 12, that's not gonna do it. Alright, next one shoots at a different crew member. Is it the wounded one? Yep, okay. Shoots at that crew member. Uh, let's see, 10, 
Uh, he's also got cover that's not going to be enough. Uh, the last one they shoot is at the wounded crew member. Nope. Shoots at the other crew member. Exploding six. Another exploding six. That's not good. Alright, so let's see. Uh, so that's 12, 17, 18, 21, 24. That is enough to hit. Here comes the damage. This is on the other crew member that wasn't wounded. Alright, let's see. We've got uh, 10, 18. Okay, 18 damage to resist. The uh, crew member has a strength of 3. Oh, uh, man. So it's an 18 versus a 6. That's 12. A difference of 12 uh, means that that crew member is incapacitated. Not dead, but incapacitated. It's no good. It's no good. All right, Nikola is going to have to get in there. This is his only chance. Uh, otherwise, he's going to have to escape. But he's he ain't a scurd, so he's going to have to get in there. So he ran up uh, 10 meters before. He's going to move up. Uh, another 10 meters, so let's see, he was at 50, 40, now he's at uh, 30, 30 meters, he's getting closer. Um, he's gonna find some cover, he's gonna, he's gonna shoot just the once at an android. Come on, yes, explode! Alright, so that's 9, 11, 14, sorry y'all for, for the noise, um, what did I say? Um, 9, 11, 14, 20. Um, that is enough to hit them. The androids... Oh, wait, see, the androids have moved up as well. So let's see, what range are we talking about? It doesn't matter because he's going to have hit here for sure, but... Um, what distance? Because Nikola has now moved from 50 to 40 to 30, but they moved and they had to move at speed of 15. So they're within 15, so actually the difficulty was even less. There's no, there's no difficulty penalty here. Um, either way, though, I needed to know that for later. So that 15 meters away, uh, and he hit one, um, for sure. So he's gonna roll some damage here. Alright, let's see what we've got. We've got, um, let's see, 10, 12, 18. 18, which is gonna be resisted by the hand over the four. Alright, let's see got 10, 15. Okay, so short range for their pistols are uh, 8 meters, and he's at uh, 15, which is into the medium range. So he's going to move in a little closer, bring it into short range, and fire. Um, yeah, good fire. Uh, so now it's short range, there's no penalty, the difficulty is only 10. Ah, no dice. Uh, quite literally. Okay. Well, that sucks for him. Uh, now he doesn't have cover. The androids are real close. Uh, so they're gonna take a shot. Um, they could move in and do point blank, though. That's the thing that sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, they gotta do it. They're, they're probably gonna stay... Stay their same position. They're probably going to take cover now. Um, they're going to take cover and fire uh, with a rifle at that crew member. Um, they're certainly within range, so let's see. That's uh, 9, 12. Yeah, that's going to be enough to hit. 
Oh man, here comes the damage. 5d plus 1, so let's see, that's uh, 10, 15. Resisted by two dice here because of the wound. Um, let's see, that's a 7. Instead of a difference of 8, so wounded, he's already wounded. Um, so it'll be severely wounded. That's, that's no good. So minus two, minus two dice and everything. Uh, the next one's gonna take a shot. So the same one, high low. Uh, yep, it's the same one. Here comes the shot. Oh, that's a lucky break. Um, still eleven though. Still enough. Man, this is this is deadly combat. Damage. Let's see. 10, 14. 14 damage resisted. Just just a wild die here. 14 is 12. Um, yeah, he's finally incapacitated. Alright, so we have three dead crew members, two incapacitated crew members. Um, man, this is dire straits for Nicola. He's gonna have to try to persuade them to, to call off this attack. Man, that'd be super hard though. I don't know why they would do that. Although I don't know why they bother to bring them aboard in instead of completely destroying them. Hmm. Do, do the androids continue the attack now that they're, or did they do anything here? Let's just see if they say anything. Uh, no. Um, in fact, they don't say anything. They they stay pretty silent. Um, somewhat favorable, though. Maybe they're they're inspecting the others. I think all right. Nicholas just have to go for a show a show of force. Then he could try to sneak out of here. But uh, if they're going to be looking at looking at the bodies and stuff, he's going to have to try to move around. So he's he's pretty close to them already. They had moved up um, already at short range. He's in pretty short range. He switches to his blade. And he's gonna try to, um, he's gonna just try to take a swing at one of these androids. All right, his strength is four, um, so uh, let's see here. Um, but his melee combat, okay, so his melee combat is four dice, so he's gonna take a swing at the one. Um, and he's, you know, right up on them, so uh, I think that that's just 10, difficulty 10. Okay, so here we go. Here comes the roll, four dice. Melee combat. Let's see, 10. That's plenty because it's 13. That's enough. Difficulty 10. Alright, so it, it damage is his strength, which is 4 dice plus 1 die plus 2. So that's 5 dice plus 2. So here comes the damage 10, 15, 21. 21 resistant resisted by androids for dice. Let's see, 21 versus let's see, we've got 10, 16. So it's five over, so that's that is a wound, I believe. So one of finally we've wounded one of the androids. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now the androids are going to attack. Uh, let's see. 
Do they do they back off at all? Because that was so frankly stupid of Nicola. Do they back off at all? Uh, yeah. Okay, they back off a little bit um, and regroup behind and take some cover. Okay, so that's what they spend their turn doing. So they're trying to get to a more strategic position. They didn't assume anybody would be crazy enough to rush at them with a blade. Um, all right, so that means what we're gonna do then is Nikola is gonna try to quickly pull um, on his round. He's gonna try to pull one of his crew out of the way behind cover. Uh, so let's see. We're gonna give it a difficulty of, of 10 and I think we're just gonna make, he's just trying to do it real quick. He's just gonna try to, um, I guess this is an agility check. Nicola here. Over 10. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be enough. So he pulls he pulls one of them behind. Alright, did the androids attack or are they still regrouping? They did not attack. Um, they're still they're still taking cover and they're they're not visible, so maybe they're sneaking around, that's not good. Either way, Nicola's gonna have to try to drag um, the other incapacitated crew member. Difficulty 10. Yep, that'll do it. Okay. So he manages to drag them out of the way. He's got his blade in his hand. Um, let's see, does he see any see or hear any signs of them? Yeah, okay, he can see them a little bit um, around some of the corners. Uh, I got all threes, so we're gonna do some sort of a some sort of a twist. Now he can see them, and the reason he can see them around the corner, um, it's either because he has a combat advantage or they're trying to to signal something to him. Is it because he has a combat advantage? Let's ask. Yeah, he has a slight combat advantage. That's why he just, they are peeking out a little bit too soon. Okay. Um, okay, so that means, so he dragged them, that was his turn. You can see them a little bit. It's now the android's turn. Uh, do any of them, we said they weren't attacking him in melee yet. They had been taking cover, but you can see them a little bit. Okay. So what Nikola is going to do is he's going to um, he's got the combat advantage, so I'm gonna say that one of them is off, has broken away from the pack a little bit, he was trying to sneak around, Nikola caught him. So Nikola is now gonna pop out from behind the cover with his blade and rush at this android. Is it the wounded one, Hilo? Yeah, it is the one that was already wounded, that's good. So he's gonna swing again at that one with his blade like a crazy person, like an absolute crazy person. Okay, come on, here we go. All right, three, six, nine. Um, let's see, three, six, nine, uh, 13, that is enough. That's enough to hit his damage, which is, let's see, five dice, right? Yeah, five dice plus two. So let's see, we get 10, 18, 19. That one's wounded, so only gets a real three dice. 19 versus uh, five, so the difference of 14. So it mortally wounds, he mortally wounds this android, so he stabs the blade through it as it shocks and falls to the ground. Nicola, Nicola says, which one of you toasters is next? Well, I guess anybody who watches enough sci-fi know which show I've been watching enough of that I called it a toaster. Okay, so that wounded one is dead. We are down to four, four androids. Okay. Are there any other androids in sight? No, okay, they're, they're all still pretty hidden. Okay, uh, they're obviously trying to set up an ambush for him, there's still four of them. So they're moving in closer. 
Uh, do any of them pop out and attack Nicola? Nope, okay. Um, they're foolishly biding their time still. Okay. Uh, but they are setting an ambush for him, so that's no good. Uh, can Nicola see any of them? Yes, okay. One of them has popped out, uh, or has, has, um, uh, been sneaking around the wrong way, it looks like. I mean, he's not been shooting, so it's a little bit harder to tell where he's coming from. He did shout out. But either way, so he's now got a combat advantage on this one as well. He's gonna run up, try to blade combat this one as well. Comes the roll. Let's see, we have 10, 15, that's enough. Here comes the damage. Uh, it's too bad these don't explode, all right. Uh, let's see, that's gonna be 10, 16, 17. Resisted by four dice here, 17. There we go, 17. That's 11, so it's a difference of five. So that, we have another wounded android. Uh, this one's obviously gonna try to attack back, um, but it had a rifle out, uh, so that'd be a point-blank. That's hard. Nicola should have probably, you know, spent a parry action a little bit too, but here we are. Okay, uh, let's see, cause that, but that would cause multiple multi-actions. We didn't do any of that. He went all in on that attack. It's wounded, so it's gonna try to shoot, uh, so it gets one less. The difficulty's only a five, I think. Yeah, it's point blank, basically. Well, short range, you could, yeah. No, it's it's point blank, basically. Yeah. So, difficulty's only five. Ooh, but it got a one on the wild dive! Whew, that's super lucky. Super lucky, it shoots and misses. But now everybody's gonna know, uh, now all the other androids are gonna know where he is. Um, they were trying to make an ambush, I'm sure. Any of them, are any of the rest of them able to take a shot this round? No, okay. Um, they're not because they were trying to set up an ambush, they moved around. Maybe they went to get reinforcements. Nikola can't tell, at least from his, uh, well, vantage point. I use that term pretty loosely here. Alright, well he's, he's gonna press his advantage then, and he's gonna, um, here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna swing twice with his sword, uh, going for broke at this android. So that's three dice, difficulty ten, exploding six, seven, 8, 9, 13, that's going to be enough on one attack. What about the second attack? Another exploding 6. Let's see, it's 11, 12, 15. Both of those are enough, so he's going to damage this thing twice. So here comes the damage we get here. Let's see. Uh, 10, okay, 13 for one of them. So 13 resisted only by 3 dice this time. So 13... Um, resisted with, let's see, 10. So that would be a stun. So we stun, that gives him a minus, extra minus die for this round. Uh, the other one, here comes the damage from the second hit. Uh, let's see, that's 10. Uh, plus 19, um, so 10, so that's 19 damage. Resisted by two dice now. Uh, it's a wild dice, so we resist nothing. Uh, so 10 is enough to incapacitate that one. So that wounded android is now incapacitated. There are only three androids left. Okay. Uh, let's see. Begin lucky on their tactics. They've been really messing this one up. Alright, 
he's got to still try to guide or guard his um, his crewmates. He's gonna keep the blade and duck behind some of the some of the crates um, and some of the barrels. All right. Um, does do any of them have shot on them? Okay, yeah, one of them one of them's got a, a good shot on them. Um, uh, let's see, probably at short range. We'll get we'll make it short. Um, if it's low, high, it'll be medium range. Okay, so it's medium. That's the that's the way I got the shot. Is they snuck way around, which is what it sounded like. Um, so the difficulty is. 15 plus he is, um, he does have some cover, uh, so it's gonna be 21. Difficulty 21 to hit him. Uh, let's see, 10, 16, that's not gonna do it. All right. Um, do any of the other ones shoot at him? We'll get the other two. I will do um, one, zero, uh, one to two is zero, so basically it's gonna be D3 minus one. Um, also have a shot on him. Okay, none. None of the other ones have a shot on him. Okay. So that's that was at sort of a medium range. Um, the other ones don't have a shot on him. Uh, let's see. Okay, does Nikola have a bead on any of the others? Uh, yes. Okay, yes he does. He is, is right up on another one that was trying to sneak up on him. It's as, as favorable as possible. It was a 6-6-6, six, 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 so that's the most extraordinary possible roll you could get here. Chances are really, really low. So he's totally got the drop on this one. Um, uh, I don't I don't remember if there's like a attacking from behind sort of thing. Um, so we won't add that, but that would be, would it be like, well, let's see. What we'll do is we'll lower the difficulty. We'll lower the difficulty by, uh, on that. Um, like, as if it was a point-blank range weapon. So we're going to make it the difficulty only five, then. Because it's right up on it. It's this crazy, extraordinary result. This plot twist kind of result. Um, so he's going to attack with his uh, four dice. Difficulty is only five. Oh, yeah. Managed to do way good over that. Um, here comes the damage. That's plus two. So let's see. Ten... 15, 17, 18, 19. So 19 damage resisted by four dice. Who exploder? Let's see, 11. Uh, yeah, okay, that's enough to resist all the damage. So uh, that one resists all the damage. Fortunately, it does hit it, but it manages to, with its weird alien strength, manages to sort of roll it off. Okay. This one's for sure going to attack back against point blank. Here comes the shot at a difficulty of five. Uh, let's see. That's definitely going to be plenty to hit. So uh, it's going to hit him for, let's see, 5d plus one. Uh, let's see. 10, 12, 18. 18, and he's got to resist. Uh, with his strength of four. 18. Let's see. 12. Wow, yeah, 17. Okay. Oh, is that 17? No, that's 19. Either, either way, he's able to. He's also able to fully resist this damage. Do um, any of the other ones have a shot on him? No. They're still trying to sneak around. Okay. 
Uh, I think once again, Nicola's gonna have to go for broke here. He's gonna have to go for broke with his, bl with his blade. Um, he doesn't have the drop on this one this time, so difficulty is back up to 10. Here comes the attack. Let's see. Uh, two, four, uh, seven, 10. Just enough to hit. Four. Let's see. 10, 15, 21. 23. 23 resisted by four dice here. Ooh, that wild is unfortunate for it. Um, 23 against uh, five. That's an 18, uh, which is totally enough to kill. Well, well, well more than enough to kill this android, so he just chops the head right off. All right, we're down to two androids. Two androids left. Surely one of them is going to take a shot at him at some point here. Um, you're trying to sneak away around though, which is why he hasn't seen them. Alright, does one of them have a shot on him? Okay, yeah, one of them, at least one of them has a shot on him. We're going to do um, high-low if it's going to be both of them. Okay, yeah, it's both of them. Alright, so the first one's going to take a shot. Um, are they at medium or... Yeah, they're, they're going to be at medium range, so difficulty, uh, again, 21 with the cover. That he was behind. So here comes the shot. That's not gonna do it. Next one takes the shot. Ooh, exploding six. Alright, it's um let's see, six, sixteen. Or no, yeah, so it's sixteen. Twenty. Yeah, it's gonna be plenty enough. It's gonna be plenty enough to hit. Here comes the damage, 5d plus 1. 5, 10, 15, 21, 23. He's got to resist 23 damage here. That's going to be rough. Okay, 23 damage. Oh, you know what? I've been also been rolling way too much damage for the strength this whole time. My strength damage is only supposed to be two dice. Whatever. Learning the system. Here we go. We'll fix it going forward. Whatever. All right, here comes the uh, damage, though. The, the resistance roll, rather. Here we go. All right, we've got, um, let's see, that's um, 11, 15, 18. Ah, he would take some damage here. I'm gonna spend a character point. Another wild die. Um, yeah, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna need that because You and oh, without the wild day. Okay, that's just enough to, to um, again have the exos or the uh, vac suit uh, absorb the brunt, fortunately, of that damage. Whew. Okay. Um, all right, at this point, he's, hmm. he's gonna switch out to his rifle. They're at medium range. Um, let's see, he's gonna try to climb, I think, on top of some of the crates to see if he can get the high ground, see if he can get above them. Uh, to negate their their combat advantage here. So he climbs up. Does he have a shot on one of them? Oh yeah, he's got a shot on one of them. Okay, so here's gonna shoot. Comes the four dice. The shot. This is at medium range now. Difficulty is 15. The 
there's no cover for them. That's five. Oh man, wait, that wild eye is killing me here. It's only an eight. Oh man, should, should I do it? Should I go for broke? Yeah, let's spend let's spend a character point. Uh, eight. Thirteen. Do I spend another character point? My last one. Oh yeah, I want to end this fight. I, I gotta hit this guy. Fifteen. It's ten. Oh, man, it's fourteen. It's just barely one, uh, one less than I needed. I'm not gonna spend that fate point though. All right, he shoots and he misses, unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, now he's also fairly exposed. They're definitely both gonna have a shot on him at this point. Here comes the shot from the one. Uh, let's see. So it'd be difficulty fifteen. So three, six, seven. Um, is that right? So it's those 11. It's not enough to hit. The other one takes a shot at him. Let's see. 5, 10, 13. Uh, that's still not enough of this range to hit him. Alright. Nico's gonna try again here. Uh, let's see. So that's 12, 14. Just barely not enough. Alien's turn. That's a negatory. Uh, the other alien also misses pretty terribly. Alright. Um, let's see, did they try to move in at all? Yeah, okay, they're gonna move, they're gonna have moved in on their turns as well. Okay, so now Nikola is going to take a shot that now they've moved up. He's gonna drop down off the crate and move in. Does he have a shot on him? No, he doesn't quite have a shot on him, so he's gonna move in uh, and take cover. Android's turn, they're gonna move in. Did they get a shot on him? Yeah, okay, one of them's definitely got a good shot on him. Um, in short range here, difficulty's 10. He's got some cover that they went behind, so his difficulty is 13. Let's see, that's not gonna do it. That's only an eight. Other one, does the other one have a shot? Yep, okay, so it's gonna shoot as well. Short range, difficulty 13. Let's see, 10. 13, 17, that's enough. Here comes the damage. Let's see. It's 12, 16. This guy resists 16. Exploding 6. 6, 7. Um, 10, 16. 16 total. So, well, that was lucky. I managed just to resist that totally. Now he's gonna move in um, on his turn. Uh, they were in short range. Um, he's gonna keep it in short range and stay behind that cover. So he's gonna um, fire. Short range difficulty is only 10. They do not have cover. Well, he, yeah, he's gonna get out of cover there, out of cover too. He's gonna get an open shot. So difficulty is 10. Let's see, five. Well, let's see, let's 10, 15, 16 hits for sure damage. Ah. Back to my old dice-dropping ways. Okay. Uh, let's see. That is 10, 16. 16 that the android needs to re resist. 16. Here we go. Let's see. 9, 11, 15. So it's only one, so it is, it is stunned. Okay, presumably... That Android's gonna shoot back. It's stunned. It's only gets three dice here. 
Um, and only needs a 10. Let's see, is that enough to do it? That's just short, just short of enough. There's a nine. The other one, does the other one have a shot? No, okay. Back to Nikola. Nikola's gonna take his shot then. You gotta shoot your shot. Oh man, that wild eye kills it. Android shoots back, he's no longer stunned. Three, six, nine. That's, yeah, that's gonna be enough. Damage. Mm, let's see. Do it this way. 12. 16, 17. He's gotta resist. 17. Let's see. 11, 12, 13. It's gonna be enough to stun him. Just enough to stun him. Alright. The other one have a shot on him. No. Okay. Uh, so we stunned this round. gotta really go for broke. He's gonna have to try to go for... This firefight's been going too, on too long for him. Um, I know pro people are probably like, oh, shouldn't you have reloaded? But that's just, there's already, honestly, so much to keep track of. Not that this game is crunchy, but when it's solo and it's on the air, there's just so much stuff to keep track of. There's just no way to be able to keep track of that. Um, he's just gonna have to call his shot. He's gonna have to go... Um, let's see. He's gonna have to go for a headshot, basically. Hmm. Yeah, so it's plus three difficulty, so the difficulty is 13. Yep, not gonna do it. Android shoots back. Oh, exploding six. Um, okay, so eight, 11, 14. 20. So it's definitely enough to hit damage. Let's see, 5, 10, 12, 16. He's got to resist 16. He's still, uh, is he stunned? Yeah, he's, no, he's not stunned anymore from before. Right. 16, he's got to resist 16. So here we go, five, let's go, 12, 17, Whew, okay. All right, he's gonna have to go, go for broke again. Um, let's see, does the other one have a shot as well? Nope, okay, man, that must, must have gone for reinforcements or something. Okay, he's gonna have to go again. Um, difficulty, he's just gonna move right up and get point blank. So let's see, that difficulty normally five, the difficulty is eight, because he's going for a headshot. Exploding six, man, now is the time for it. So that's plenty to hit. Here comes the damage. Let's see, that adds, a headshot adds an extra die of damage. Oh no, because it adds the extra die. Oh, it adds plus five to the difficulty. Anyways, he exploded, I had weighed, weighed plenty. But the damage modifier is plus 12. So that, that point blank headshot's already gonna be 12 plus whatever this damage is. 12 plus Five, ten, seventeen, 
So it's 29 damage, which is just takes the head off this this android. Okay, does that last one, is that last one even still in this room? Okay, no. It must have left to find reinforcements or do something in the ship. Um, so here's what we're gonna say. So so Nicola's tending to um, his two fallen comrades here. Um, he managed to kill four of these androids by himself, but his two crew members are incapacitated. Um, one of the androids was incapacitated, so he goes up with his blade and just chops off the head. Uh, and at that moment, uh, the ship lurches. Has it gone into jump? Can you feel that it's gone into jump, or is it moving, like, accelerating? The jump? No. Okay, the ship lurches from side to side. And that's where we're going to have to end this session. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode. To be honest, um, it was a little crunchier than I was expecting. Again, I don't think it's really that crunchy. There's some number crunching. That's not the hard part. It's just a brand new system for me. This is the first time I've ever tried it on the air. Hopefully the episode was enjoyable anyways. The combat went on super, super duper long. Um, and so I think that that's something that I probably would end up keeping a little shorter. This is one of the advantages of... Um, one of the advantages of some of the deadlier systems. One way or another, that um, that uh, combat's going to end up being shorter. Uh, but once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully there was something a little bit more tactile than just shooting them back and forth, cover, and, and some tactics there. Again, I, if, if this was a produced show, I would have edited that way down uh, to be a lot shorter and done just the consequential bits. But again, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. We'll probably be back. That's... Um, I probably won't do the Tiny D6 maybe on the show. It's Again, it's good. It, it just it maybe doesn't fit the tone of the show as much. Um, but great game. Great minimalist game. I, 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 there's some really cool tables in there for Solo that I probably will use on the show. Um, so we'll probably be, unless anybody suggests on anything different, um, we'll probably be in, uh, in, in Traveler for the foreseeable future of the season as we really hone in on, on what's going on in the season. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time... This has been Subclass Act.